Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another Mornings with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. Good morning, you guys. Good morning, you guys. We're picking back <laughs> up with day five of our The God Moment That Changes Everything devotional in the Bible app. There's links to that in the description if you guys want to follow along with us. Also, if you've missed any of the previous days, they've actually been really good. Really good. So feel free to go check those out yeah. if you have missed them. But mm-hmm. as always, I'm going to read the scripture, then Tori's going to pick up the Devo. Let's do it. The scripture is 1 John chapter 1, verses 5 through 10. And they say this, this is the message we heard from Jesus and now declare to you, God is light and there is no darkness in him at all. So we are lying if we say we have fellowship with God, but go on living in spiritual darkness. We are not practicing the truth, but if we are living in the light as God is in the light, then we have fellowship with each other and the blood of Jesus. His son cleanses us from all sin. And if we claim we have no sin, we are only fooling ourselves and not living in the truth. But if we confess our sins to him, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all wickedness. If we claim we have not sinned, we are calling God a liar and showing that his word has no place in our hearts. The devotional is titled Honesty, Honesty That Brings Healing. Most Christians understand and accept the importance of being honest, both with themselves and with God. In 1 John, the Bible tells us that when we confess our sins to God, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. The Bible also says that Jesus took the punishment we deserve upon Himself when He died on the cross. Jesus died for my sins so that when I confess them, God forgives them. Usually we tell ourselves that it doesn't have to go any further than that. If I'm honest with myself and with God, that's enough. But aha requires more. James 5.16 speaks of confessing our sins to one another and praying for one another so that you may be healed. When we are honest with God about our sins, he forgives us. But when we are honest with others, we find healing. What does healing mean? Well, the practice of confessing our sins to one another holds us accountable and helps us find the encouragement we need to break the cycle of our struggle. When we take what we have kept in the dark and drag it kicking and screaming into the light, we find that it loses much of its power over us. And the healing James talks about is more literal than you might think. Check this out. A secular contemporary psychology textbook entitled Coping with Stress confirms the healing power of confession. The author claims that people who tend to keep secrets have more physical and mental complaints on average than people who do not including greater anxiety, depression, and bodily symptoms such as back pain and headaches. The initial embarrassment of confessing is frequently outweighed by the relief that comes with the verbalization of the darker secretive aspects of the self. Proverbs 28.13 echoes these findings. Whoever conceals their sins does not prosper, but the one who confesses and renounces them finds mercy. Then there's the two questions at the end that say this. 
How has the act of confessing your sins to others helped you in the past? Are there any secret sins that you have been bottling up, unwilling to expose them to the light? Yeah, this is really good. Love this. Something that I was feeling as you were reading <clears throat> is this whole idea of how, like, of course, this is a metaphor, by the way, <laughs> just letting everyone know <laughs> that whenever I injured my leg, I broke my leg in three places. It was a heck of an accident. I punctured a lung, ruptured esophagus, shattered my hand, did all this stuff, right? I was in an electric wheelchair, then a regular wheelchair, then crutches for 11 months, then an air cast for several months, in the hospitals and surgeries. And now I have to deal with the consequences of that accident where I had to learn how to walk. Mm -hmm. And then my ankle and leg will never be the same. And I've just learned to accept it. I've learned that this is just the way it is. I don't have full movement. I've just learned to work around it. And there are things in our life, there are things likely in your life that you have just learned to deal with, whether it's a past trauma, a past pain, a present yeah. pain, a, a, yeah. a present pain, a future fear that you're just learning to deal with it. You're learning just to white knuckle your way through life with grit yeah. teeth and clenched hands. And you're just, you're just like, okay, this is, this is my life. And you know what probably would have helped me back then after I had this accident, physical therapy. You didn't go to physical I didn't, therapy. We couldn't do physical therapy. Wow. It was, it sounds sad. It was expensive. And I now look back, it's like, wow, I could have found more mobility. I could have found more healing. That way now, as I'm getting older, I'm not experiencing the hardships that come along with hurting your body mm. or at least helping repair from that hurt. Yeah. And for us, a lot of us don't even understand the power of healing that can come from confession because yeah. we've just accepted it as our new norm. Mm -hmm. Our new norm is a phrase that we've just heard so many times in the past few years. Yeah. But we as believers do not have to embrace it. We do not yeah. have to accept it. Mm -hmm. We don't have to just accept this thing. as like, this is what I have to deal with for the rest of my life. Yeah. Yeah. And so I would encourage you, whatever that thing that's kind of came to the forefront of your brain mm -hmm is something that maybe could be good for you yeah. to, with prayer and petition, confess to that person or yeah. whatever that may be and seek healing on something to know that you don't have to carry that weight that you've been holding on to. Mm -hmm. If you wonder why you're feeling so groggy all the time, why you're feeling so heavy all the time, it could be things you're holding on to that you yeah. don't need to be holding on to. Yeah, that's so good. And I've honestly, I've experienced this in my own life. I mean, I lived in a cycle of shame for literally a decade because there were things in my past that I kept to only me and God. And I really feel like it wasn't until I confided in a mentor, someone that I trusted that I really started to experience the healing because I knew in my head that the Lord forgave me, but I was having a really hard time connecting my head knowledge with heart knowledge of actually accepting that forgiveness. And and I just want to encourage you guys in this process, when you are looking for people to talk to about maybe past trauma or things that you're currently dealing with, make sure these are people that you trust. Um, because there are things, there are seasons in my life where if I had to confess certain things to certain people, they were living in the same sin. So it wouldn't have necessarily had the same impact. But when I confessed my sin to someone who has intimacy with the Lord, who their life was filled with the fruits of the spirit. And I knew that they would hold me accountable to the way that I was living. That's when I experienced healing. And so I really encourage you to make sure um, 
that there is prayer and that there is peace when opening up those conversations of things that are really hard to talk about. Um, and God will lead you in that way. And I don't want that to like scare you in any yeah. way. I want it to encourage you that there are people out there to talk to and there is healing to be experienced. Like you don't have to walk in the darkness anymore. You don't have to walk with that weight anymore. Like I, I'm saying it from experience where I put on this mask and no one, no one would have known that I was dealing with so much shame, but I knew because I saw it it and I felt it when I looked at myself in the mirror. Mm. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm actually just really excited for you guys to maybe have some conversations that you've been nervous to have because what that person or the author was saying that like moment of embarrassment and confession, like when you don't necessarily want to tell people because it's just not something you necessarily want to share the relief that is experienced thereafter and the truth that is spoken over you thereafter start to shatter the lies that have become like attached to you because when I didn't talk to people about it, I started embracing the lies of the enemy because I didn't have the people to like shatter it for me because it was all this inner dialogue. And so, yeah, I think it's incredible verse that like when we confess to the Lord, our slate is wiped clean. But when we confess to others, healing is experienced. Yeah. So good. Yeah. And just do your best to not isolate yourself because yeah. that's that's a breeding ground for more hardship. Amen. Want to pray so now? I do. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for who you are. A God of grace, a God of mercy. Lord, we thank you that when we come to you and we confess that you forgive us of our sins. Father, but we also thank you that you've not built us to do this life alone, but in community. So that when we find people that we trust and we confess our sins to them, that we may experience healing, Father. That we may experience what life looks like with accountability, Father. With a circle around us protecting us. Father, we pray that you would arm us today with your armor, Father. Would you heal those places in us that we've kept in the dark, As we bring them to the light, would they be restored? Father, we know that um, some people who are listening right now have experienced great trauma and loss and hardship. Lord, I just pray that you meet them here right now, that they would experience your love, that they would experience your grace, that they would not feel condemnation, Father, but that they would feel your transformative, cleansing power, Father. That they would fully know, not just in their head, but in their heart, that they are a new creation by the blood of Jesus. Father, I pray that if they don't have a group of Christians around them, that you would open up those doors, Father, so that they can experience those conversations that are so healing to our soul. Father, we thank you for this in advance. God, you say when two or more are gathered together in your name in prayer, you are here and our prayers are answered. God, so we thank you for that truth. We thank you for that promise. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
Amen. Amen. Thanks be to God. I love that. <laughs> well, now is that perfect time, everyone, to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing into the Lord. Yes. And now don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And don't forget that we love you. We love you guys. And we'll be talking to you tomorrow. Sayonara. Sayonara.